What is up and welcome back to Zen Business, the show that studies health and mindfulness habits that ultra high performers use to reach the top of their industry and their craft. I'm your host, Jonathan Maxim, Managing Director at K&J Growth Hackers and founder of five digital companies. We've grown these companies to great levels and created an exciting and fulfilling life for our team members, but the truth is it was much more challenging than we ever could have imagined. All right, now let's jump in. This is the Millionaire Morning Routine. In this episode, I'm gonna break down exactly what the elite and top performers do to get their day started and crush it every single day, making every day a great day. All right, let's jump in. So today I'm gonna be telling you about a resource called the Million Dollar Morning. It's an ebook that I made and I'm going to be publishing it on my personal website, jonathanmaxim.me, where you can download it for free. Now, as we roll into 2023, I know a lot of people are putting together their goals or maybe their New Year's resolutions. I don't even really like the word New Year's resolutions. And I know some people have also said, I don't believe in goals, I just believe in habits. All good but everyone is thinking about how they can make 2023 amazing, especially coming off the backs of a very tumultuous 2022 and all the way back to 2020. So it's a fresh start for everybody. And this handbook is going to be a great resource that you can refer to regularly. It's got check boxes and stuff like that in it. So it's got these action things that you can do in it, but it's also just a, a resource that you can carry around and use. For example, I have my mental operating system. This is a handbook that outlines everything about who I am, my three goals for the quarter uh, professionally and then personally and all kinds of stuff. Got my vision board, all that. So the Million Dollar Morning, the ebook is also something that I recommend printing on cardstock. It makes a big difference from printed on regular paper because when you print it on cardstock, then it feels like an actual book and then you don't want to beat it up. I mean, you don't really care that much, but you're more inclined to carry it around with you. So I just put mine in a folder and I carry it around with me. You know, when I was on vacation last week, I carried it with me. It's in this printed cardstock format. So what is the million dollar morning? So I'm going to read you a little excerpt from it. Uh, for many years, I felt insecure about being the small guy. I was timid and nervous, weighing just 141 pounds when I started working out. Fast forward nine years, I packed on 29 pounds of muscle and fat. <laughs> and then I had to cut, of course, because I was fat, but I had packed on over 25 pounds of just raw muscle. So I've seen both sides of the spectrum. Fitness is really the backbone and tenant of everything that we do in life because it's where we create those routines and habits. So that is why this handbook is so, so powerful and so important. However, uh, even after I started my fitness app via, uh, it granted me way more access than expected to knowledge around human fitness psychology. I studied and administered countless research studies and reviewed hundreds of thousands of data points on why we work out, what motivates us. I hit the books and nerded out on all my fitness role models like Tim Ferriss, Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, and many, many more. Why? Is it so much to ask to look amazing, feel great, and still have a fucking awesome life? And so my journey begins. Today, I'm about 170 pounds, about 7% body fat, and I've taken all of these rich experiences and culled them into a few key bullet points you can apply to your own life and completely transform your human experience just like I have. So that is the introduction to the book. And it walks through the exact process, systems, methodology, and mindset that I use to get from being 140 pounds to being you know, 170 pounds, you know, 175 pounds packing on that muscle. But more importantly than getting into good shape and things like that, it really provides a mental framework to live by, right? And our life is made up of our habits, right? So 
figuring out what your morning routine is, everyone's is different, but when you figure it out, that is what will set you up for success. And I remember at the time when I first was in the fitness business, you know, running the Via Fitness app, I, re I remember spending all of my money on, you know, investing in the platform. I was broke, you know, before I had any big wins and I was struggling mentally because I'm like, why am I working out? Why am I doing meditation and journaling and all of these things if it's not gonna make me more money? My main problem is I don't have money right now. And so that was my mindset back then, but I was like, you know what, no, I'm just gonna commit to this. I know the outcome will be positive if I really just stick with it. And now fast forward six years, uh, those habits have cultivated all kinds of uh, financial and personal benefits in my life. So I'm really glad that I started them back then, even though at the time they didn't look relevant, they didn't look important. So at the time I was you know, waking up at 5 a.m., I would meditate, I would do some push-ups or some yoga, I would do journaling and a few other steps in the morning, and I would feel great every day. Issue was I was still not making money because the app was pre-revenue, right? Even though things in my life were not great, because I was just working crazy hours and I was under a ton of pressure from investors and stuff like that, I actually felt amazing and my mindset was really healthy. So I could stay positive and motivated to keep crushing it, even in the face of immense challenges. So that's why the morning routine is important because no matter where you're at in life, if you are struggling or if you're you know looking to you know lose weight or you know gain muscle, any kind of things like that, then it's going to set a, a standard for you. And this will become part of who you are, right? It'll take you from hurrying and being frantic and stressed in the morning to being calm, powerful, happy, and ready to rock. No matter where you're at, you want to approach every day like that. You want to have every day be one of those days where it's like, I had the best day ever, right? That part is scientific that we can engineer that part of it. And so that's what I'm gonna walk through today in the Million Dollar Morning. So here's the strategy. You wanna start small with one or two habits from the routine and then work up. You don't wanna just say, I'm gonna do these six steps every morning, I'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m. for the rest of the year and for the rest of my life. It doesn't work that way. A lot of people can do it for a few weeks on their New Year's resolutions, as you're probably aware, but the problem is it's not sustainable. So I really implore you to make this sustainable and when you design your morning routine. You need to think about what can I do? Now, every time I tell somebody that, they say, oh, don't worry about it. I just want to go full throttle. I'll, you know, I'll, I'm motivated. I'll do it. And then I'm like, I'm telling you, don't do it. And then they do it and they keep it up and they're like, see, I can do this. And then a few weeks later, a few months later, they've all fallen off and you know, fallen back into bad old habits. First, start small. Don't try to upend your whole life. Try adding one thing in or subtracting one thing. I actually like subtracting stuff more than, than adding stuff in. When it comes to dieting, I recommend um, adding stuff in. When it comes to lifestyle stuff, I recommend uh, subtracting certain habits. So let's just say you wanna eat more vegetables and have a healthier diet. Um, I recommend eating more vegetables and you'll have less appetite for, let's just say candy bars or whatever your vice is. On the opposite side, if you are trying to change your fitness habit, I recommend subtracting certain things like let's just say an hour off of your sleep time right instead of going to bed at midnight go to bed at 11. so that's the the approach of of creating and forming these healthy new habits now a lot of the uh, the backbone of this book is designed on the the book the power of habit and you should and could grab a copy of that if you want to go deeper on this but of course that's only one piece of the puzzle however bottom line is this is not an on off switch because if you treat it like that 
it will flip off once you have a few bad days in a row and you lose your motivation and things like that. So start slow, ramp into it. So the first step of starting an amazing morning routine is actually not about the morning. It's about the night before. Now, you may have heard this before or you may not, but your waking time is completely dependent on your sleeping time when you go to bed. And a lot of people say, oh, I can't fall asleep before midnight or, you know, I, you know, my body won't wake up at that time and so on. The easiest way to get a handle on your waking hour is to set a target waking hour of one hour sooner than you regularly wake up. So let's just say you're used to waking up at seven, you wanna wake up at six. Even if you go to bed at midnight, go to bed at midnight tonight and then tomorrow wake up at 6 a.m. So you only get six hours of sleep. But what that does is it teaches your mind and body a new pattern and lesson in, okay, this is my new waking time. Okay, I need to organize my mental, physical, and spiritual energy around that new schedule. So you wake at six, and by the time 10 p.m. rolls around that night, I guarantee you're gonna be tired. Why? Because you're running on six hours of sleep. And so that's the easiest way to reset your sleep schedule. So instead of trying to go to bed at 10 p.m. when you're used to going to bed at 1 a.m., just focus on waking up at the early time, and then your circadian rhythm will adjust to this new schedule. So that tactic works really well. After like one or two days, you can reset your waking time very easily. And then, you know, when the next night comes around and you've woken up early and you're running on six hours of sleep, at 9 p.m. you can start to wind down and by 10 p.m. you can easily fall asleep. So a lot of people, like my fiance included, thought that she, you know, took forever to fall asleep, not able to fall asleep before midnight, all that stuff. Once she started living with me and kind of adopting some of the habits that I have, now she can pass out by like 10 p.m. no problem. Why? Because one, we're exerting all of our energy throughout the day, not eating food late and doing things like that. But two, we're gotten used to waking up early, so therefore we're tired earlier in the evening. So that's a pretty uh, a pretty easy little hack to get your uh, your waking time earlier. And remember, you're, you have your strongest energy first thing in the morning. Strongest, everything is at its peak levels in the morning. Now your cortisol levels are rising for 90 minutes after you wake up, meaning your body itself is waking up during that time. You really don't need caffeine for those 90 minutes because the caffeine you drink is gonna be activated during that same time frame. So really, if you can wake up earlier, you're gonna get more quiet time in the morning, you're gonna get more time to do the stuff that serves you selfishly and from a, a, a self-care perspective, you'll get more time to do that. But secondly, it's gonna allow you time to actually have a morning routine. So uh, as an extension to the sleeping schedule, the body sleeps in 45 minute circadian, or sorry, uh, sleep cycles, 45 minute sleep cycles. Meaning, let's just say you fall asleep at 10 p.m. By 10.45, you're gonna be into a deep sleep state. And then by 11.30, you're gonna be back up in a, a light sleep state. So it moves like a sine or a cosine rhythm, right? So you wanna wake up on the periods where you're in the lightest sleep schedule, not where you're in deep sleep schedule, meaning every hour and a half, you're gonna have a good opportunity for a waking hour. So you don't wanna wake up, like actually eight hours is not an optimal time frame for sleeping, seven and a half is, why? Because that's what, six cycles, six sleep cycles? The reason you wanna wake up when your body is in a light sleep state is because it, all your organs turn off and shut down at night. That's why you don't burn as many calories and that's how you can rest and all that stuff. So your liver and your pancreas and all of these organs are sleeping. 
as you move toward a lighter sleeping state, they begin to wake up just in case, this is back from like prehistoric times, if there's a threat, right? There's a, a creature and you need to you know, wake up and defend your body or you know, defend yourself from getting attacked, your body makes way for itself to be woken up during that time. So it's a natural process of up and down. You don't wanna wake up when you're in a deep sleep. That will make you feel groggy. So try to time your sleep as six hours, seven and a half hours or nine hours, something like that. Sleeping six and a half hours or five hours, of course, is going to wake you right in the middle of a sleep cycle, and it's going to, your body is going to take more time to get adjusted and to wake up properly. So that you know makes it pretty easy. So let's just say if you go to bed at 10:15 and it takes you 14 minutes, the average latency to fall asleep, you're asleep by 10:30. You should aim to wake up at six. That will give you seven and a half hours, including the uh, the latency and then the sleep cycles. Now, there are some good apps for this, uh, sleepytie.me, sleepy time. It's like a web app. Put in, hey, I want to wake up at 6, it'll tell you when to go to bed. You can say, hey, I want to go to bed at 10, it'll tell you when to wake up. And that will give you the most optimal energy in the morning. Um, I use the Aura Ring. The Aura Ring tracks your sleep schedules and your activity schedules and things like that. And it's really good at telling you whether you got a good sleep. That's a really important piece of the scenario. And your body will naturally wake up at these you know, the, the light sleep stages at the end of sleep cycles. So you don't really need to set alarms once you align your body with the sleep cycle patterns. And of course, you know, with, uh, with the aura ring, I generally don't really use alarms at this point. I'm usually awake right before my alarm. Why? Because I've timed it to let's just say six hours or seven and a half hours. Generally I do seven and a half so that my body just naturally wakes up on its own. Plus our subconscious is working and knows, Hey, this is what time it is. This is when I need to wake up. So this can get you away from doing uh, annoying alarm clocks that you know are like a blaring horn in your ear in the morning. Um, a couple more ideas when it comes to falling asleep early. I don't I don't know how this has lost its place in the world, but reading puts you to sleep really easily. Watching TV doesn't. Why? Because your mind is activated and you're watching something that's probably entertaining and it's got blue light and it's bright. All those things are going to signal your body to stay awake. Whereas if you read, first of all, you can have the lighting very low. Um, second, if you're reading something that is you know, not overly stimulating, you'll begin to get tired within like five to 10 minutes. Now, the fact that everyone has trouble sleeping these days tells me that most people are not reading before bed. I read before bed every night, especially because I'm on 75 hard, makes it really easy to get my 10 pages in right before bed. And usually, you know, the book will fall, you know, I'll fall asleep with the book on my chest. That happens to me all the time. So I recommend that you wake up two hours um, before you have any obligations. I personally wake up three hours before I have any obligations because I like a lot more uh, me time, a lot more quiet time. But two hours is a good benchmark. So let's just say you want to start work by eight, aim to wake up by six. So now let's talk about your waking schedule, the counterpart to your sleeping schedule. So a few techniques. This one sounds weird, but to smile as soon as you wake up, put a big smile on your face, has a weird psychological power to make you feel like it's going to be a great day. Second, I recommend not having your phone next to your bed. Now you can put it over by the bathroom or you can put it over by the doorway. Either way, the point of not having it next to your bed, obviously, so you're not scrolling late at night or you know checking an email that you know, vibrates your phone at like 2 a.m. and then panicking about something from work. Obviously use the DND, do not disturb mode. But if you put it over by the, the counter in the bathroom, when you wake up and you have a glass of cold water over there, if the alarm is ringing, at 6 a.m. and you want to make that your new waking time, you will have to walk over to the bathroom to turn it off. And therefore, you've already woken up some degree and you drink the glass of water, you get that refreshing feeling, 
boom, and you're, you're, you're awake earlier and you're, you're ready to rock. So it's recommended that you drink a whole glass of water right before, right after you wake up and that will refresh and nourish your body and kind of like snap things on. Now let's talk about step three, cultivating energy. Some people prefer to work out in the morning. I prefer to work out in the morning personally. Um, for a long time, I worked out in the evenings, but I realized that, you know, my schedule, I just like to do the, the steam and then the cold shower after my workout it makes me feel really fresh and clean and just, you know, very consistent energy levels throughout the day. But whatever you decide to do, you want to uh, foster, create a, a space and foster an energy for your peak performance levels for the day. So I recommend uh, in the book, 10 minutes of meditation, 10 minutes is easy, it's doable. You can do it for free on the Insight Timer app. And I usually do that after I've taken my morning walk with my dog. Why? Because I wanna wake up a little bit before I meditate. Because if I meditate when I'm too tired, then I will just get sleepy, <laughs> fall back to sleep. So I don't recommend that. If you're not the type to work out in the morning, uh, 10 to 15 minutes of yoga, running, or maybe push-ups is a great way to wake you up, but not just do like a shockwave therapy through your body. It's more just to like get moving and feel comfortable and you know get some body awareness and looseness. So 10 minutes of meditation, 10 minutes of quick activity, let's just say a 10 minute morning yoga flow from YouTube or you know 100 push-ups, something like that, whatever works for you. So that will help get your energy kicked off in the right way without you know needing a bunch of caffeine or anything like that. All that said, it's not included in the book, but I recommend waiting 90 minutes before you drink caffeine. I don't drink my coffee until I'm home from the gym and like today, I woke up at 5.30, I was at the gym by about 6.15, worked out until about seven, showered, steamed, did all that stuff. I was home by eight, I drank my first cup of coffee at eight. But I had already been awake for what, two and a half hours at that point. And that, the, the big benefit there is that I don't crash in the afternoons anymore. I only drink one cup of coffee and I don't drink it first thing in the morning. Cause if I you know, drink it at 5 a.m., my energy levels are gonna be horrible by like 11, 12. So next recommendation, journal for five minutes. Super easy ask, just word vomit on a piece of paper, right? I use something called Standard Notes. It's like a secure, safe note-taking platform for my journal, and that way I can keep it separate from my, all my other like business and work and personal notes. Have the journal for five minutes. Just write down whatever's on your mind, whatever you're thinking. Sometimes your to-do list for the day will pop up, whatever, that's fine. It's a really healthy habit to um, put your thoughts into words and scribe them onto paper. That, that really has a great powerful psychological process of creating cohesive thoughts out of what were just emotions before. And as you know, emotions are like fire off and like, you know, can go any which direction. So when you write it down, it becomes firm and clear, but it's also out of your mind and on the paper. Really great way to clear your mind before the big day. Now, after that, I recommend reading. So everything that I've walked through in this process, this is a two hour morning routine. Now, like I said before, I don't expect you to just roll out a two hour morning routine every day and start waking up at 5 a.m. or anything like that. I recommend that you say, I want to start meditating for 10 minutes in the morning, or I wanna take a 10 minute walk every morning, or I wanna read for 15 minutes. Once you have, and typically I recommend doing those in two week blocks. So let's just say I'm gonna do two weeks of meditation, and then after that I'm gonna add in reading, so then it's 25 minutes of morning routine, you know, reading and then meditation, and then add journaling, you know, now you're at 30 minutes over the course of, that would be like six weeks. Again, don't try to do this all at once and and have enough uh, humility to say, I don't have everything that it takes in my life organized right now to do it all at once. It's okay. It's better than having nothing at all. And most people have nothing at all because they go all in and then they get discouraged and they, they fall off. So journal for five minutes, read for 15 minutes, and then lastly, 
plan your day for 15 minutes. This is a really important one. Now, sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to plan my day, but I always plan at the beginning of the day. I never jump in and just look at my email. In fact, I have my calendar blocked off from nine until 12 for pure focus time. I don't take any appointments during that time. And that is all work time, right? Work on one project, one task, and just put in clear, detailed focus on that. So when you plan your day, it's best to uh, find one to three MITs, most important tasks. I wanna achieve this, that, and the other today. I wanna write this email you know, to my audience. I want to post to social and I want to work on my you know, platform for an hour or whatever those are. When you wanna plan your MITs, it's best to look at what is the urgency and importance of this. If it's urgent important, of course, you gotta do it right away. If it's non-important urgent, probably you know want to avoid the task or if it's not important non-urgent then you, you know just delete the task so think about things that are going to have the biggest long-term impact on your life and business and prioritize those ones first typically that's the stuff that's in the important but non-urgent category which typically is also the category that never gets done the strategic stuff so it's best to say at the beginning of the day i'm going to work on this really high strategic importance task and i'm going to do it with solid focus for two hours, and then I can answer all my emails and respond to everybody who's bugging me and all that. So instead of setting three MITs, set one. I recommend setting one for the day. When you get really good at it, I mean, look, there's days when I cover like seven MITs, but I know what they are, I've thought about them and their impact in the grand scheme of things, and I have prioritized them. So when it comes to your MITs, this is really what's gonna set you off for a clear day of knowing what you wanna do and not just flailing in the wind or just being in a reactive mode all day. So I recommend one MIT to get started. So other than that, I've included a, uh, an actual step-by-step -step best day ever recipe with a, a sleep time, a wake time, uh, workout recommendation, showering and prep and things like that, meditation, journaling, and reading. And then I've also included a separate alternative morning routine. So when you go download the ebook from jonathanmaxim.me. You will have this as a takeaway, right? I recommend printing it and then just checkbox, just run through it every morning. Hey, did I meditate? Did I do my reading, etc. But remember, start with one thing at a time. And after implementing my morning routine, now I will say that my morning routine changes typically on like a, a quarterly basis, but that morning routine is what took me from $100,000 in debt and out of shape to over a million dollar portfolio within like four years and in amazing shape. So, you know, at the time I was stressed. I was like, how am I ever gonna get out of this place to being in a real position of power? So it's all about the habits that you form now and making sure that they are attuned to your life and you can keep doing them. So keeping them sustainable, which is why I don't recommend trying to do it all at once. But if you apply these methodologies and these systems and thinking, I guarantee you, your life will transform in a monster way. 10x the results that you were getting before. So head over to the website, jonathanmaxon.me, download the free resource, There's no obligations, nothing crazy, and get it started. Make 2023 the best year ever, get your routines in place, and start building the new you. All right, I'll see you in the next episode.